Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is the Unplayable Podcast coming to you from Dharmashala. We're at Stumps on day two. India at six for 248, trailing Australia by 52 runs. A slow, steady day exploded in the final session when Nathan Lyon captured four wickets after KL Rahul and Chetashwar Pajara each scored a half century. Back once again to review all the action, it's cricket.com.au. Senior writer Andrew Ramsey and Rambo, this match is evenly poised. Evenly poised. Knife edge. Uh, not that you can take knives into the cricket ground, uh, obviously, or pens. No. Nope. Um, uh, it's pretty hard to pick a winner at this stage, isn't it? Mm. Uh, you have to think that uh, Australia, looking like they was, is dripping away from them in the uh, the first two sessions of the day when they only got a wicket in each one, but uh, clawed their way back in the last bit, and uh, it's in the balance. Rambo, this pitch has pace and bounce, and Australia's quicks ripped in to start the day, beating the bat several times before Josh Hazelwood got a ball to kiss the outside edge of Murali Vijay's bat through the wicketkeeper Matthew Wade. An over later, Pat Cummins fired down a 146km per hour thunderbolt to Rahul, whose edge flew through the outstretched fingertips of Matthew Renshaw at first slip. A promising start by the tourist Rambo, but they couldn't prize another wicket in the morning as India entered lunch at 1 for 64. Uh, yes, it would look like an Australian pitch, didn't it? Mm. The ball was bouncing up. Matthew Wade, who's not a tall man by any stretch, was taking it uh, head high on occasions. Um, certainly a pitch that no one thought they'd see in India. Um, no. Pitches like that are harder to find than personal space in this part of the world. Uh, but uh, the Australian quicks looked to be enjoying it. Um, mm. I don't know the Indian batsmen were, were overly excited about it, but they handled it pretty well on balance. Um, like you say, if, if Matt Renshaw had hung on to that catch, which would have been a screamer if he'd taken it, uh, given the speed it was going, and probably on its way up as it went over his head, yeah. uh, that would have been two wickets in two overs and probably would have given them a, a real sniff at the, the two new incoming batsmen. But as it was, uh, that was their one breakthrough for the session. Carol Hall spoke after play. He scored 60 Rambo, and he said that that was the toughest spell of bowling he's faced in his fledgling test career. Uh, yeah, that's a big rap, isn't it? Uh, mm. Especially if he's face, facing fast bowling on an Indian pitch. Normally, uh, it can be tricky, but it's not uh, as difficult as facing it in uh, Johannesburg or... No. Brisbane or Perth, um, so to say that, and uh, I mean he's only 24 years old and has uh, had a very, very good series, probably been their best, con- most consistent batsman, even though he hasn't uh, mm. made it to three figures, uh, but it tells you how difficult it was out there, it was, it was bouncing, but it wasn't swinging a lot, but just enough to uh, to find the edge or just miss the edge, or in the, the case of one from uh, Josh Hazelwood, somehow miss the stumps, I'm not quite sure how that happened, I need to study the replay on that, might have gone through. Rahul scored, as you said, Rambo's fifth half century in just his sixth innings during the series, out ten runs later, uh, in bizarre fashion, he was caught by David Warner at mid-off after towing a pull shot from the bowling of Pat Cummins, it was a weird way to go, Rambo, but as you said, it's Pujara and Rahul, India's two standout batsmen. They have been. Uh, Pujara's certainly been very steady and uh, methodical. Mm. Um, Rahul's probably got a few more shots. Uh, I'm not sure the pull shot is among them, given the way he played it today, but that may have been a little bit of uh, gamesmanship from the Australians there. I think Pat Cummins, by that stage, had uh, got a few past him and uh, was having a bit of a chat to him, might have suggested that uh, he have a go at one of these Sometime in the near future, he certainly uh, was an out-of-character shot. He hadn't played too many of those. He'd been uh, studiously leaving the ball go. Uh, and 
just putting away the, the loose ones or the wide ones or the overly full ones. So it was a strange break in character, but it may have been the result of a little bit of uh, ego playing from the Australians to try and get him to play a shot he wasn't familiar with. Again, just the one wicket to fall during the second session, but India couldn't get away from Australia. It led to former captain Michael Clark saying that the go-slow tactics by Pajara and Ajinka Rahane in the 30 minutes before tea could end up costing them the tactic of batting patiently for many overs. So as to only bat once has worked well for India so far this season, but if you lose a couple of wickets, Rambo, that tactic can... Uh, can go pear shape pretty quickly. It can, especially if you come in with a, a batsman less than you have in the previous test. So they only had five specialist batters as mm. such and a couple of all-rounders, uh, including the wicketkeeper. Um, so it was painfully slow at times, wasn't it? They put on um, 45, I think, in 20 overs between mm. the time that uh, Rahane got to the crease and T was taken. I think uh, in the last 10 overs before T, they put together 13 runs. Yeah, and with the two spinners operating, as uh, Michael Clark pointed out, there probably been, would have been a time for them to maybe push it along a little bit. Certainly, uh, Stephen O'Keefe wasn't getting much out of the pitch, no. um, so his left arm spin was probably not as threatening as the, uh, the off spin of Nathan Lyon, but they didn't show any willingness to take the initiative, whether that was going to be the plan after T, we'll never know because it all changed quite quickly after T. It did. In the final session, Lyon roared, first removing Pajara, who was caught at short leg for 57, and then four overs later, Karan Nair gloved a steepling ball from Lyon to keeper Matthew Wade, who scurried around to take a catch in front of Peter Hanscom at bat pad. Rahane was the next to go, sharply caught by Steve Smith at first slip, and to cap it all off, Ravi Ashen was trapped LBW. Steve Smith said before the series that the senior players had to stand up, Rambo, and they don't get any more experienced than the GOAT. No, and he's proved why he is. Well, the GOATs are very highly prized in this part of the world. As you mm. know, we pass a herd of them every morning on our way down the, Couple of kids. the mountain here from our Ashram retreat. Mm. Uh, they're not as highly prized as the yak, obviously, because they're a family vehicle. But uh, yep. the goat um, said he revised the way he decided to bowl during the lunch break. He thought uh, this pitch, having had looked at it with a bit of pace and bounce, he might revert back to the way he bowls in Australia a bit more, a bit more overspin, a bit more speed through the air, um, using his uh, just relying on the, the bounce as well as the spin to try and bring the, the short leg fielder into play. Uh, so he went back to that. Tinkered with it again a bit more at tea time, apparently. Mm-hmm. Like he, he obviously does a bit of work over the buffet. He lays out some plans uh, next to the jelly and ice cream and just draws them up, goes back out there and uh, sees how it works. And it worked pretty well because I think uh, it took him an over to get a wicket when he went back out after tea. Remo, do you think that's probably why he's been much more effective than O'Keefe in this innings? Uh, O'Keefe was spectacular in Pune. Everyone knows about that. But that was a pitch that was spinning prodigiously from ball one sideways, not so much up and down, but here pitch had a bit of has a bit of bounce in it so Lyon can sort of take care of that and bowl like he does at the Gabba and some of the Australian wickets which is uh, where he, his results have been best and which is where he prefers to to operate yeah I think uh, Stephen O'Keefe has certainly changed the way he bowls in these Asian conditions he's been a bit more round arm and low in his delivery stride to try and get it to skid on but in these conditions where you probably don't need that so much you probably better to get it to try and bite and bounce a little bit um he hasn't been quite as effective he's got a couple to spin um and he could be a factor come the second innings i think yeah. uh, if india are chasing any sort of total um but yeah it's probably is surprising that glenn maxwell didn't get a bowl really he, he sort of pitched that he might have done a right on with his off spinners or maybe even stephen smith himself who mm. used to bowl leg spin back in the uh, the day when uh, i was a young man uh, well, actually, not that long ago, obviously, but when he early in his career, 
hasn't bowled a ball in this series so far, even though they're um, they've only got the four front line bowlers who've done a power of work. Uh, so at one stage looked like it might have been an option to try the fifth bowlers to mix it up a bit when they were uh, things were moving very slowly in the afternoon session. But um, I don't know whether it was his side strain, whether it's uh, the Dalai Lama's sleep blessing that means he's uh, probably not quite up to it, rolling the arm over. He might nod off halfway through the over. Um, either way, he's chosen not to bowl himself. So Nathan Lyon's been the man. I don't think it's a bit strange though, like the, the sort of theory behind the strength cricket team under Darren Lehman has always had that fifth bowler and share the workload but in the past three months basically after Hobart fifth bowler's barely been used uh, yeah I'm not sure what the uh, it's almost like he's an insurance policy mm. in, in Australia it's a it's a third seamer obviously or a fourth seamer mm. um, so it's in case one of them breaks down you've still got the option there here I'm not really sure why it looks like they've picked who they think might be the sixth best batter um, with the bonus that he can bowl a few overs if need be. I think yeah. Ben Maxwell bowled three overs or something in Ranchi, but he scored 100. He did. So uh, whatever reason, rationale they used to pick him, it, it worked because uh, he made the runs. Um, whether or not he would have bowled some useful over today, we won't know unless he uh, gets a roll in the morning, which uh, I somehow doubt, given that they've second new balls, just cherry ripe at the moment. Mm. Okay, Rambo, trivia question for you. What's one thing that we've seen plenty of this series, but we had to wait until the final hour of day two to see here in Dharmasala? Streaker? No, not a streaker. I'll give you one more guess. Uh, I don't know. It's the DRS. We haven't seen the DRS being used in this test match so far, but in the space of six overs, we saw four reviews. The first two were basically Hal Marys from Smith, throwing caution to the wind as the 80th over drew closer, but the skipper reviewed the court behind off O'Keefe that he was adamant about once the um, reviews had been replenished. Replay showed daylight between bat and ball, and then Ashwin reviewed his LBW decision, which stayed on with the on-field call. Now, Rambo, statistics, as your rogue research team are well and truly aware of, can be used to prove anything, but with the DRS stats, I guess it's kind of hard to know what, who's actually good at it when sides just happily burn them when they know they're going to get them back after eight hours. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a fairly inexact science. A bit like measuring momentum, which we mm. uh, discovered it can't be done by people who know cricket, not physics. There is an app for it, though. There is an app. Uh, I haven't downloaded it, um, mainly because uh, I don't understand how to use it. But, uh, yeah, the DRS just showed how good this pitch is. There'd be no yeah. those sneaky little inside edges to fielders, none of the you know, squeezing past the bat and hitting the pad first or the... Uh, the one rebounding up over the top to the keeper. None of that's happened because it's all been fairly true bounce. Um, but then when they... Oh, they must be like uh, supermarket goods that have a use-by date, despite the 80 overs. If they had gone for two days without using one, they probably thought, well, well they'll just go rotten in the fridge if we don't yeah. get them out now. So they brought them out in a hurry, sprinkled them around like uh, lollies at a kiddie's birthday party, and then before you knew it, they were one down. As there most often is, Rambo, there was some late drama when Renshaw dropped a sitter at first slip to give Saha a life. The spill came just after the sixth delivery with the second new ball. That would have been the icing on the cake for the Australians, but that second new ball looks very deadly. Uh, yeah, given that the fast bowlers who did a fair bit of work in the first two sessions today would have had a, a nice night's rest mm. up in their mountaintop ashram. They might be in the uh, Himalayan healing pool as we speak, treating their sore spots. Uh, they'll be come out with a, a good night's sleep and a new ball and only four batters to uh, come or four wickets to get. Mm. Uh, it was a pretty sharp chance, that one, to Matt Renshaw, in fairness. I'm not sure it was. he probably should have caught it, but it was travelling at a fair rate. And I, th yeah. I think he was half expecting Matthew Wade might go to his right. He moved quite late 
to it. Um, got two hands, but he is renowned for his slip catching. So the sound of the catching is that what Steve Smith says? He always says it's a beautiful noise as it goes into his hands. Um, I'm not sure what sort of noise it makes when it bounces out, but I'm sure it's not quite so uh, musical to the captain's ears. And Pat Cummins was on fire today, wasn't he, Rambo? He's consistently hitting that 90 miles per hour mark, that 145 territory in kilometres per hour. Uh, and they, like you said, those catches at Renshaw dropped all both off Cummins and they were absolutely flying. Uh, yes, you've got to wonder if he plays test cricket in Australia in the coming summer, as is likely, where, where their slip will be standing. It might just be uh, two-thirds of the way to the fence to give mm. him a sighter at grounds like Perth and Brisbane. Um, you can see why... Cricket Australia invested so much time and money in uh, Pat Cummins' rehab. He's mm. a very special cricketer. Uh, there's not many people that could have got life that he did out of the pitch at Ranchi. He's been rewarded with one that's got a bit of bounce here, and he's been uh, by far the uh, the most impressive and most uh, potent bowler of this test match. Um, whether the spinners play more of a role in the second innings, we'll see, but he's certainly been the guy that's given everyone a hurry up and uh, had uh, probably could have had four or five wickets if things had gone a bit better for him. Okay, so as we said, this match is on a knife's edge, Rambo. Which way is it going to go now? I think it's going to go to five days by the look of it. Um, but can Australia get a lead? Will India sneak over 300? Uh, Australia bat tomorrow? What's going to happen? Uh, if I knew that, uh, I'd be in the role of a mystic up here mm. in the mountains. I could have my own ashram and people could come to me for advice in the next week's lotto numbers. But What does it pretend for us? All right, I'll go into my meditative state and... Uh, I'm sorry, I thought you were there. No, no, it's a bit hard to tell. It's cross-legged with It's, a, it's a, a, a between on. meditative yep. and comatose most of the time. Um, we, I don't know if this has been said in cricket before, but I think the first hour tomorrow is quite important. Uh, if Australia can squeeze a lead, even if it's only 20 or 30 runs, uh, I think um, Michael Clark may have said on TV that you know, chasing 170, 180, batting last on this pitch would be tricky. Mm. So uh, if they were to sneak a lead of even 20 or 30, that means they can if they can bat on some put-together 150, and it's, it's playing reasonably well. It's not too many demons yeah. in it. It's um, There's been some uh, injudicious shots and some very good bowling that's been the uh, the secret to the lower scores so far. Um, so you'd have to think... If Australia can get a, a lead, they'd be in the box seat. If India, and they've got a couple of batters to come, uh, Bhuvneshwar mm. Kumar can bat. The young man, uh, Kuldeep Yadav, playing his first test, I'm told, has a, a hundred to his name. So uh, if they can somehow squeeze a lead of 40 or 50, then the Australians will start uh, probably on a little bit on the back foot and uh, India might fancy their, fancy their chances. So in answer to your question, I've got no idea. Okay, great. Um, we're going to be back after day three to review all the action again. Rambo, what's uh, doing tonight? Uh, I think it might be uh, just spiritual healing tonight, uh, some patchouli oil, uh, some incense burning, and perhaps uh, meditative trance chanting, um, which I'll do to make right outside your window, because I think that you, I know how much you enjoy it. Rambo, enjoy the night, but head to cricket.com.au for all your news scores and video on Australia's Qantas Tour of India. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 